Hey, Sam. Hey, Teresa. What's up? Um, just bought a new camera, which I'm really excited about. And other than that, just enjoying, it was like 80 in New York today. So enjoying my last couple of days of nice weather. How about you? Um, I just started on fall break and I am in New Paltz, New York, for anyone who's trying to find me. Um, I was outside of Robert De Niro's estate today. Um, he did not invite me, but I was there and yeah, just chilling in New Paltz for a few days, um, because Penn only gave us, um, one day for fall break or two days, I guess, but only a few very short time for fall break so yeah unfortunate unfortunate well hopefully our guest today will make your fall break a little bit better we are going to be interviewing the dj scotch rolex over a baby china great let's get into it so today I suggested a baby Chino and was like, no, we can't do that drink. It's so boring. And then Sam um, said, no, we have to do this drink. It's so funny. Um, so if you guys are wondering what a baby Chino is, um, it's, you know, very fancy, elaborate drink um, that is essentially a cappuccino um, without the espresso. So it is just um, steamed milk. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I feel like the important part of it is it's like milk and then with steamed milk on top of it, you know, mm -hmm. it is, there's some froth to it, right? Um, which I think, oh, and, and, and you also add cinnamon, right? So there, there is a bit of um, spice there. Anyway, I think the uh, idea is pretty genius. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely made up as a Starbucks marketing ploy by the evil corporations. So I, I don't know how I feel about that part. But um, wonderful baby Chino. Also a great day to have a baby Chino. Sometimes you need milk, but the idea of drinking milk on its own is boring. So this like takes it up a notch. I feel like you can't order baby Chino for your kid unless they go to private school or something. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's a very gatekeep drink. Sorry, guys. Um, but we are super excited for our guest today. Don't know how he would feel um, about the baby Chino situation. But Sam, do you want to explain um, DJ Scotch Rolex? Sure. Um, yeah, so I have actually known about uh, Scotch Rolex for a while. Um, he's gone by on previous projects, DJ Scotch Egg. He makes really, really cool music and he's been around for a while. He makes um, like kind of a, a very clubby music, some like Gabber, some um, just influences from all over. It all sounds pretty fluid and experimental, but it always keeps that uh, vibe that like makes you want to dance. Uh, his newest project uh, titled Tiwari is quite different from some of his previous work, uh, which is why he's going by a different name on it. Um, and he mixes a lot of different influences, some Ugandan music, uh, which is a place where he visited for a while. And it just blends a ton of genres and is a lot of fun. So you can, again, you can both dance to it, mosh to it. Uh, it just brings out the energy. 
Yeah. Um, and with that, should we call him up right now? Yeah, let's call him up. Hello. Hi. Hi, can I hear? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, if you don't mind, we'll just jump right into it then. Um, for me, uh, your newest project, uh, Tawari, was my first introduction to your music. Um, so I was just wondering what influenced you to um, kind of change direction for Tawari and create music in uh, this kind of new way that you did before? Oh, I didn't have uh, much idea before I went to Uganda. Mm. Uh, I always like African music, of course. And uh, some of the uh, Nege Nege music uh, type music was very different to some African music I heard before. It's very like cutting edge and like quite sometimes dark and, you know, like uh, crazy and, you know, no, no, not too uh, uh, obvious uh, image of, you know, like African music from Western perspective. You see, I mean, not happy stuff, you know, like quite different. And I, I went to Uganda and I met uh, everyone there. <clears throat> and that inspired me, like uh, all the people I met and all the places, like uh, completely different. Yes. So I was like kind of improvising with the uh, artist to make, you know, freestyling and we just meet and like, okay, let's make something together, you know, like this. So like, yeah, no plan. And we just made something together kind of vibe, yes. <laughs> um. Do you think that, like, in addition to going to Uganda, have you traveled a lot elsewhere to certain places? And do you think it's important to travel um, for you to be, like, creatively inspired? Uh, before, uh, before Uganda, I actually play gigs in different countries. But I didn't really do like this, like residency. I go there for one month or two months. I was there like three months, you know, but uh, yes. Yeah, so I, this, this, this time is made me realize it's very important for anyone to go somewhere to meet some like local people, or, you know, like uh, community to collaborate in real time, like not just internet, you know? <laughs> Because you meet them and like you understand the vibe and they understand my vibe and you know. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I know you talked <laughs> about how you've um, been doing or a lot of the traveling that you've done before is through gigs. Was it very different to spend an extended period in one place as opposed to uh, visiting and then leaving like the next day? Yeah, of course, it's completely different there yeah, because you spend more time with uh, actual people. You eat food and uh, you get drunk and, uh, you know, <laughs> you become uh, more like relationship with, you know, like you become good friend, you know, spiritually connected level. So, of course, it's different uh, exam meeting internet and uh, maybe collaborating. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. And has it been hard for you to not be able to do as many gigs in the past um, year, year and a half? Oh, this uh, Corona time? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's very um, 
very sad actually yeah yeah and have you been able to start doing more lately or it's still pretty shut down oh no it's came back like from august in i live in berlin and um uh europe is some places start open so i've been playing uh, every weekend uh gigs and um this week I, i'm gonna play with uh yala and uh, kanja the african friend from uh, Tewari album uh, very excited we, we didn't see each other for like uh, uh two years so um when we saw uh, played uh, last month too and we met and we we're so excited they <laughs> <laughs> we just make music every day with them it's so so nice so nice That's so exciting um i know that feeling of not seeing anyone for like two years and being like you look the same yeah. <laughs> um so um have you seen um going back to like tori um have you seen your audience react differently to this project um than other projects in the past I don't I don't know how different, but always when you have good gigs in any, any kind of case, you kind of uh, excite, you know. Uh, you are you're very excited, and uh, I have very good uh, excitement from these Tewari gigs, yes, of course, because I love them and uh, we we love playing together. So it's like extra excitement to be like, ooh, <laughs> very mm-hmm. happy, you know. <laughs> I guess one thing that I was wondering was you have some songs on this project which are like influenced by metal and kind of like harsher noise. Mm-hmm. Is it difficult to mix those in with um, some more of the um, upbeat and party songs? Like I'd imagine that a song like Success or like Sniper may not get everyone like dancing in the way that some others would. Oh, you know, it's good. Most beat and stuff, you know. <laughs> so people yeah. dance the same to those ones as well yeah, they, they react to like kind of half metal vibe i don't know like something they feel because it's good because we don't really think about that particularly fitting you know we just made music so i think people feel the same when it was there like oh it's something energy you know like <laughs> that's, I, that's I, I think <laughs> I, I might be wrong but i don't know as I saw, as I saw. So I know that you've been producing for a while and you're still coming up with pretty experimental stuff in your music. So how do you continue to find inspirations to try new things or experiment or do something new with your music? Mm. Always, I uh, I have good friends. Always like, uh, um, yeah, or like I meet you guys, you know, or I meet people and they always inspire me somehow. So, uh, yeah, as much as if I can meet people, I think I'd be, yeah, keep experimenting and, you know, like uh, getting inspired, I think. And to go back to something that you said a minute ago about how you don't really think about um, the genre of the music, it's just uh, the energy. Um, so when mm-hmm. I know like on this project, you do experiment with a lot of different genres. Do you plan that out before you go into it? Or is it just something that you feel? I feel, yeah, completely always just feeling. Yeah. And w- what is that feeling like? Like, how do, you, how do you know what direction a track is going to take? 
I think uh, it's just like if I have someone with me in uh, uh, where I can make new price anywhere, if I get excited, uh, that's uh, trigger me to do something. Or like uh, some friend uh, show me some music, you know, like send me YouTube, hey, check this, or like, you know, like Bandcamp, whatever. My friend send me some music. Or if I go hang out uh, wherever they have music there, I listen to music and like, oh, wow, this is cool. <laughs> I don't know, sorry. Is that is answering? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> For sure. And that's definitely something I noticed with your music um, in general. That it like really relies on collaboration, um, especially on this new project. I think almost, mm. well, not every track, but a, a majority of the tracks have um, a collaborator. Uh, can you talk about what do you look for in a collaborator? Uh, collaboration always. I look for um, sharing ideas, not not just one way, like. Um, I think it's always important to uh, mix two people's idea if you're in the studio, especially together, you know, like otherwise um, it's no collaboration. So yeah, I would, I would listen what, what they need or what they want and then uh, what they like and then I, I listen to them and then I put my input together to work something out together. Yeah, and are there um, like collaborators that you um, work with frequently? And like when you find new ones, is it because like people you trust introduce you, or like do you reach out to people that like you find online, or like how do you find people to work with? Uh, maybe mainly I work with people I met in real life. Like, uh, of course, I, I, I check internet too. Like, I, I, I do love to collaborate with other people too on the internet, but most of the time I just uh, play a show and they play a gig together or, you know, and, oh, hey, your set is great, or blah, 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 you know, and then become friends and drink beer after, you know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, maybe too much detail, but I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, like, like this, you know, like this vibe, you know, like this yeah. vibe. <laughs> no, you always got to yeah. drink beer after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just so the listeners know, we're all getting a beer after the podcast. So. <laughs> um, but I, even though it's eight in the morning here, so I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> I just don't know if we're going to do beer. <laughs> um, but um, another question I had is just about um, some of the visuals for this project. I know um i was just listening to the album and then I, I was looking on youtube and the videos for some of the tracks on this project are wild they're so cool um and i was wondering if you could talk a little bit about um kind of your thought process for some of the videos on the project a video was uh quite interesting because uh we we can shoot the video in uganda and then they send us the footage and then we edited in Berlin with my friend, uh, Hiro and uh, Utsuku, my friend. Um, yeah, so it was kind of, uh, so that was uh, for success uh, with a lot of Spike Heart. Like they filmed in Uganda with Django. 
and they send us footage and we did here. And other video with uh, MC Ella was uh, when she came here, like two years ago, we shoot it in Berlin. Yeah. So and, uh, yep. they, for success, they filmed their own footage in Uganda and then you it was all edited in Berlin. Yes. Okay. And what, who had the idea for like, the the snake in the um kind of the the transformation it was a very creepy video <laughs> it's creepy i know, I know i like it um that idea was i think uh, this director hiro and uh, utsuku utsuku hiro does uh, like editing but utsuku did that snake i think it's his idea utsuku has this um he does this crazy like 3d effect you know yeah 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 i think he, he has a music and like <laughs> um and then also we wanted to just sort of ask about um like the different names that you take on as an artist and <laughs> sorry we know for tawari you um you put the album out under Scotch Rolex, which is not usually the name you record under. Why did you choose um, to record under this name for this album? I, I, I kind of, I cook, I have this food food stand business in Berlin too, like Japanese pancake in the market, you know? And in Uganda, there's uh, this bit similar to Japanese pancake, like pancake called Rolex which is uh, like Ugandan street food, like very traditional street food, like Rolex. Uh, used to call roll egg, you know, like roll egg, but they changed to Rolex. That's how, so I went there and like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it became like Scotch Rolex there. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome story a, a bit simpler than i thought it was gonna be um and i know that uh the album is also named after uh ugandan street food right no tewari uh, is actually i learned how to speak uh ugandan in there and you say ugambachi how are you tewari means nothing i don't know why they said nothing but means fine <laughs> and oh. then tewari yeah and Tewari, I, uh, I spelled it apparently wrong. So it's kind of Japanese, <laughs> Gundam, I don't know. That's how it's named, yeah. Um, and uh, so you just said you learned how to speak while you were there? Uh, just a little bit, yes. Okay, it sounds good. So just enough to mix it in. Yes. I, um, I was teaching uh, Japanese too in uh, kids, local kids. Oh, wow. How was that? Mm. Very nice. Everyone was speaking Japanese in the end. Like, Genki, Genki, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. sweet. That's awesome. And I, I guess that kind of ties into another question that we had, which was there's a lot of different like languages going on, like on this project and in your work in general. And I guess, how do you think of language when it comes to collaboration is it like different like on a track like depending on the language an artist is speaking like do you feel like you have to match kind of the energy or how how is that for you 
so yeah, of course, it's different uh, artists, different inspiration or background or uh, energy. So I would like to capture the their you know things, what they want to do, and then I put my uh, what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. What artists have been inspiring you lately? Uh, like um, who I collaborate or I listen or? Either, like you listening and you don't know them or like people you just work with. Mm, there's quite a lot of people who actually inspire me. Um, one artist uh, called Dev Master, uh, like French guy, he produced beats for uh, MCR and people. And this guy actually lives just uh, next to my house. So we play ping pong, hang out, you know, and then uh, we take the sound, small system, you know, sound, sound system, small sound system. And he plays some music and I listen and uh, a lot of interesting music he play and that's very nice. But a, a lot of uh, Hakuna, Kurara, Nege Nege tapes, music I, I really like. Yeah, I, I don't actually particularly have like name of the artist, but I like generally all that uh, stuff they put out because uh, they don't really believe in hype, you know, they just putting out what they like from their community from Uganda, which I think is very um, beautiful about it. So a lot of music they put out is not like people hyped, you know? Just they, they found like, oh, this is so good, this music, very interesting. So yeah, that's I quite like that, listening to the music. Yeah, yeah, they're an awesome label. Um, they they really do a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess one the our final question is, what do you want people to take away from this album? Uh, to take away. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want the listeners to understand? Ah, uh, oh no, I don't have any um uh, pushing message that like okay, this is what we do. So you have to understand. I don't have it at all. I, uh, I, I'm just happy that people listen our music and what we created and um, you can take how you want <laughs> the interpretation of the album. Yeah, I'm very open and happy about if you just listen, you know, what we made and yeah, just thanks for and uh, a lot of love from uh, messages, uh, positive love, you know, good energy yeah (laughs) definitely well it's a beautiful album um Mm. i know we both really enjoyed it and thank you so much for taking the time uh to talk to us today thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of two virgins we hope you enjoyed getting to know dj scotch rolex and check out his new album tawari You can find this episode on our website, quarantinecontent.com or on our weekly newsletter, The Q. See you next week.